Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant uh, good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, and at the moment I'm just talking to myself and Adam Bergstrom. Wait, how's that happening? Because our site is down. It uh, went down about showtime at 10 a.m., but if you're, obviously you're watching now on a, on a uh, um, replay of the video and audio, so everything as well. We're going we're gonna to start the show, and uh, our, uh, our super geek, Ruben, is working on it, and we'll be back up in no time, and then we'll be able to say those seven deadly words, which, no, we can't do that, which we used to not be able to say. It is the second Monday of the month, and Adam Bergstrom is here, and what's that about? He was supposed to be here last week, and I'm going to tell you why he wasn't here last week, uh, and it wasn't about him, it was about Patrick, and we're going to have some fun. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Tuesday the 13th, Dr. Sean Baker, another carnivore, Dr. Sean Baker, he's a carnivore doc, and that's what I'm doing a lot of these uh, animal foods these days, as you know. So um, he's going to be on tomorrow, and we're going to talk more about stuff. And from the great state of California, which you talk about our website timed out, I think California is timed out, Adam Bergstrom. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> hello California. There, hello there, Mr. B. What you doing? Uh, surviving. We had the heat dome come over here, and we don't have any AC. So oh, at 103 degrees, I still have diarrhea from it. Heat shock. Really, really. So wh- when did when did the heat thing start? Oh, ten days ago, eleven days ago, something right. like that. And it just hovered, and yeah. it just came yeah. in and just boom. And yep. normally, there in Montecito, where all the rich kids live, it's generally about 80, 80 or eighty-five, right? Yeah, actually, right now it's uh, seventy something. So it's in the high seventies this time of year. And in fact, throughout the year, pretty much. So I thought there was some big weather rain thing that came through there. Yep. Now we have a hurricane, the (laughs) the K, the Hurricane K, I guess, the uh, remains. We got a few drops of rain. That's about it. But before that, the heat dome was just day after day. Didn't heat, didn't, that was like New Jersey. Or Texas. That's uh, what it does. during the night. So they get this high pressure comes in. And it doesn't do anything, right? And the sky is almost like a little grayish, not even blue. And it's a, it was 103 every day? Yep. No, not every day. Okay. We, we, uh, 89 to 90 to 91 up in there. And then the, the final day, though, 103. That was the one that really cratered us. We didn't really know if we were going to survive or not. Really? Was, was it that? I mean, come on. We do it 95 here every day. How could it be that hot for you? What are you, wimps? With, what are you, wimpies with, guys in California? <laughs> no kidding. It, just not used to the heat. You know, I've lived in the desert, in yeah. uh, Paradise uh, Valley and Tucson, places like that, uh, Sedona. And uh, when you got air conditioning or a pool or something like that to cool off in, it's uh, pretty good. Yeah. But here, we just, we're also in, uh, this place is actually like a greenhouse. Oh, so we can only open up so much uh, without letting a whole bunch of insects in. So basically, it was like living in a greenhouse wow. at 103 degrees. So I shouldn't have called you a wimpy guy because, you know, I guess the body after years 
in a certain climate does kind of uh, adjust to a particular thing, kind of, sort of, maybe? Mm. You you can. Steel workers were able to get like 140 and work under Whoa. that. And, yeah, and in the Punjab, I believe it gets so hot, they have uh, like the, uh, the Sant Mat religion. Yeah. They don't allow Westerners in during the, their summer because it's so hot that they can't take it. But there, it gets like 140 degrees or so. Maybe not that much, but it gets really, really hot uh, consistently. So what's with diarrhea? Uh, so what happened? You, your body got that hot? When you, when you get to a certain point, you get heat shock. I had it once before when I pursued a little magic. I've told you about the elemental song. Well, my girlfriend wouldn't come with me to go to Las Vegas where my brother was living because we were going to go out on his boat. Mm -hmm. And two people kept telling it's going to be hot. Are you crazy going to Vegas in August? And so when oh, I left, yeah, okay. she would... Yeah, yeah. You go ahead. Repeat it, though. You did tell me more on time. Go ahead. It's a good story. Yeah. She wouldn't, uh, she wouldn't go with me. So I did the elemental song, and it was so cold when I got there. Uh, <laughs> my brother said, what did you do? Bring the Carpinteria weather with you? And I called my girlfriend up and said, uh, at n noon and said, I'm in Las Vegas, and it's 69 degrees at high noon. Ha, ha, ha. But then I got heat poisoning when we went out in the boat because the sun did come out the final mm. day. And I had diarrhea all the way home and had to put paper towels and everything under. Yeah, diarrhea is part of a heat shock. It's and a you heat. get other symptoms. So, generally... Clammy skin, the whole thing. Wow, the whole thing. So, generally, diarrhea, your body's trying to discharge something. What is your body trying to get rid of the heat? Trying to get rid of the heat? Trying to get rid of the heat. And heat hmm. is alkalizing while cold is acidifying. You get acid when you do a Wim Hof type thing. When you do a desert thing, you get alkaline. So you have to protect yourself against that alkalinity. You're more prone to edema in the desert hmm. than you are in uh, the mountains. So is it edema, uh, alkalinity, edema? Yep. All the water comes out. Your structured water becomes unstructured and becomes the tissues and your legs swell up and even your face can swell up. <laughs> and you can, even around your heart too, that's what congestive heart failure is, right? Which is, that's, exactly. what, my, that's what happened to my dad when he, that's what he created when he left. He, congestive heart failure, yeah. Wow. I had a friend of mine that was a, gained 100 pounds in a week and she called me up on the phone and I gave her instructions how to get rid of that 100 pounds in three days. What'd you tell her to when do? When you acidify yourself, you can do it. You do. So what did you tell her to do? Uh, I don't exactly remember, but I told her to take a protein and things that acidify. Dairy does not acidify you. It alkalizes you. But regular meat, meat protein, uh, beans, anything that really has a high protein content will acidify you. And certain foods uh, like figs and uh, things like that. What is what but is anyway? What is sugar, glucose? What does that do? Acid or alkaline? Um, it's it, it actually is acidic for a while, but if you persist in it, it reverses. 
So you have to be careful about doing stuff with sugar like I'm doing. Like you do. You're, you're experimenting. I mean, drinking your kefir half and half, half sugar and half kefir, that's a bit much. I, well, you've always been a bit much, but that's why we love you, because you're just much. Adam Bergstrom is with us. Sorry we're not live right now, but what do you care? Because you're listening later. And, you know, when I think about it, my head explodes. So I just keep going here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me reboot the, the website. Or we refresh it. Oh, let me. Now it says our our thing are not private. Uh, come on. I don't know what's going on. Your connection is not private. Advanced. Proceed to one radio network. Oh, now it's up. Well, um, but it, it had a private thing. Now we got. So are we up, Susie? Are we up? Is one radio Yeah, I can see it here, but. It's still screwed up because um, mm. Mm, it it's got this private thing. Let me mm. uh, let me let me just uh, uh, let's see. Let's hold on a second. Let me just do a couple things here quickly. Adam, tell everybody about your website while I'm doing this. Go ahead, tell. Them. Yes, solartiming.com. <laughs> That's where the books are, including our uh, uh, the new can the I revised the not cancer cancel book. Oh, and that's up now, and all our other books are there as well. <laughs> the also sun, uh, uh, is uh, the ninety nine dollar site where. Uh, you get on and get uh, everything from uh, color recycling to what time to eat foods to a bunch of blogs there. Uh, I have blogs both there and on one radio network. I'm way over 2,000 oh, blogs, uh, I believe. You actually get a, you should get a, uh, an award for 2,000 blogs. I mean, uh, let, let me just <laughs> do um, more from Patrick on site. I'm going to tell the the geek here we can get on but it first said said no private <laughs> danger <laughs> danger danger okay and we can't get on here uh, Susie just tried and what does it say uh, just spins around. <laughs> oh, it's still spinning. Hmm. Still spinning here. Well, I don't know what's going California on. is the last one to get it, though. California is spinning anyway. Well, so. California is always spinning. I think we're back up good now. And uh, let me let me do. Well, we're fine. Okay. Uh, I think I think we're we're covered. Let's just move on. Dot org. Adam Bergstrom, uh, one radio network. Dot com. So. Um, so as long as we're talking about poop, <laughs> let me explain to you why Adam wasn't on last Monday. So, um, as you know, uh, Adam and, and everyone else, all of you, I've been doing this uh, high fat, high meat thing for, I guess, I don't know, three months, over three months. And um, I don't have a lot of stuff in my colon because I don't eat fiber, right? So <laughs> there's nothing in there. It's just, you know, and so you don't have to poop very much. And 
So I did this coffee enema last a week ago, Saturday, Adam, and I just, I was never able to hold coffee very much, you know. So I put in 16 ounces, and I was like, well, that doesn't feel like anything. So I put in 16 more ounces of coffee. Well, that's good. I put in 16 more ounces of coffee. Well, that feels okay. I said put in 16, I mean, seriously, I never, ever have been able to hold that much coffee. I put in, mm. I put in a lot, you know, maybe a quart and a half or something. And then it just was in there. And so I lay down and was listening to my screenwriting educational videos that I like to listen to. And I, I, I held it for like an hour. You know, it's a huge amount for me. I'm just a little guy, you know. So I thought, well, this is interesting. Not a lot came out. It was mostly just, I think my colon was pretty much empty, which I think is what happens when you just eat meat. But we can talk about that. And so I was fine, and I felt great. Guess the next morning, whoa, I, I woke up. And I had, I had, it, it felt like the worst flu ever. Of course, I didn't have the flu. I was a detox, right? I had chills. I was, you know. Do, 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 do. Actually, this started Sunday night. So when I woke up Monday morning to do the show, I couldn't even type. I was shaking so much. It was really a trip. So, so I emailed you and said, man, I can't do this. And we just put something on the website like we're taking the day off. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't try to explain it you know, on the sticky page, on the front page. And it was, it really felt pretty bad, pretty awful for a couple days, you know, for a couple days. So I really did something to Mr. Lever, man. It just kicked in there, you know. I, I think I went into fifth gear for Mr. Lever. Fascinating, huh? How much uh, powerful those coffee animals can be with that much. Is it the, is it the, uh, is it the caffeine? Or there's other substances in the coffee that kicks Mr. Liver into detox mode. Caffeine is mostly it. It's got caffeic acid, but an apple has more caffeic acid in it than coffee does. Hmm. Have you done your share of coffee enemas over the years? You know, not that many. Okay, many. I've done a few, but I think holding that much coffee in that long is heroic. <laughs> well, I don't know, but it's stupid. I, well, I don't know, but when you have these detox reactions, I always feel like they're good, right? I never, I knew I wasn't sick. I knew I didn't catch anything, you know, me and germs. So I just went with the flow, but boy, it was, I mean, I, I was shaking. So I went online and said, what are chills, you know? What, what are chills? And it says that the body's trying to hold in the heat. The body's trying to hold in the heat, wow. So I, I kind of thought of that when you talked about cold and Wim Hof and acidic. Interesting. Yep. So maybe I went into super acidosis. Yeah, they did those tests back in the 30s uh, for both heat and cold. Mm. And they basically toasted people. <laughs> they almost fried them to see what would happen. And definitely they got alkaline reactions very strongly. Uh, total systemic acid alkalinity uh, there's different types of acid alkalinity you know they always say well you, when you do certain things the blood doesn't change at all because it's so closely aligned that just the slightest bit off well that's the point 
the blood is not the body. The blood is outside the body. It's a heat regulator like your radiator. It's the engine and the other parts of your body, the fat and the protein. They don't measure that. You cannot measure that in the saliva. You cannot measure it in the urine. You cannot especially measure it in the blood. And any kind of lesion or disease you have is going to be out of the buffering zone where it can't be buffered. That's why you get a cancer or an mm. ulcer or a heart problem because it's not buffered. So as, you, as you've written about, I think you actually have a book, right? Acidify or Die, don't you? Acidify or Die, which is kind of a pun because it's a, a, a reaction to alkalize or die, which is ridiculous. So I did the opposite title, and actually it's a dynamic balance. We're designed to be more acidic and anabolic in the morning, and then we exercise and we get more uh, catabolic at night where we break down. That's why we regenerate when we sleep. Hmm. Or rest. You can meditate and regenerate too, but most people sleep to regenerate. So this whole idea, well, we've talked about it, this whole idea of getting more alkaline and drinking alkaline water and all that, um, that's not right. Is it? It's not right. Not at all. It's, it's nonsense. But then the medical profession, the uh, medical police state, they attack it for the wrong reasons. They say you can't change the alkalinity of the blood without dying. And it's not in the blood. It's elsewhere. But the cell is designed to be slightly acidic because anabolism is, uh, uh, is actually what makes us alive. The life is in the acids and the breaks are in the alkaline. The life are in the acids. That's why if you if a chef puts the lid on the pot to keep the acids from going away, the alkali are metals. They sink to the bottom of the pot. They're not floating any place. But the acids are very volatile. They'll come right out of the pot. So you keep the life force in by keeping the lid on it, whether it's a pressure cooker or a uh, regular pot. Well, that's a curious thing. So when I do saunas, which I do, um, uh, that's getting me a bit more alkaline. And if I jump, then when I jump into a cold shower, which I do, that kind of balances it out. You balance it out. That's why I feel that's good when I do move. that. That's when I feel good when I do that, right? Yeah, cold energizes you because uh, it actually makes you more resistant to the cold. I used to take cold showers and then lie out in the snow in a Speedo. <laughs> well, good for you. <laughs> I'm not that good at uh, resisting cold these days, but back in the 80s and about 89, Carol Crosby can, uh, can uh, validate this because... I'd go to Houston. One time we had practically a, uh, an ice storm in Houston, and I'm out there in my bathing suit. <laughs> Jazzing it up, huh? Wow. So well, it just I, didn't bother me. I wonder then, in big, big picture, Adam, do you think that like the Wim Hof? Let me, I got a cough here. Hold on. The Wim Hofies that really get into the cold thing I mean, he looks pretty great and seems like he's very strong. Would you, would you, would you need to balance out that alkaline, al uh, sorry, uh, um, acid 
from the cold? Otherwise, you can get out of whack the other way, too? You can get out of the whack the other way. Actually, uh, uh, if you get too much, uh, well, he becomes acidic in two ways and has more life force. One, he has slow breathing exercises, too. Mm-hmm. He alkalizes by fast breathing. Right. If you fast breathe, you get tetany. You ever see it when they rebirth people, they start going like this, gets fast. Oh, yeah, and then the rebirthing thing they do, it's almost like the breath of fire in the yogi thing, too. Like, what does that do? That alkaline? Makes or? you alkaline, no. very alkaline. Meditation makes you, it puts you into coma. In fact, what a meditation <laughs> is, is controlled coma. The slower you breathe, the more acidic you become. That's respiratory acidity and respiratory alkalinity. That's good. Which is even more powerful than what we can put in our mouths and fast. So when we meditate and just go, just hang there, definitely our pulse goes down a little bit and we become more, more prana, more chi, more mojo, more more mojo, more chi, more acidic. And, of course, I disagree with Ray Pete on that. He's into fast breathing and fast pulses. So, yeah, you know. Uh, God I love, think there's a, a balancing, but. God love Uncle Ray. He, You know, he really contends that, you know, your pulse should be higher. But, I, you know, I just never experienced that. I just don't feel right at 70, rather, you know. I just don't. Oh. And he can't explain that yogi who was buried for 40 days. He wasn't breathing very fast. <laughs> he only had, a, what, a thimble full of air? Or, and maybe uh, he had probably the air, less air than a person would have if they suffocated in the trunk of a car, like you see in the movies, right? And yet he lasted for 40 days. The British didn't believe it. They were so fascinated that the military has records on the carbon dioxide content of foods that are necessary to pull that off. Hmm. Well, and the- you can only do it with donkey milk. And you know that donkeys are being used in Texas now to protect the sheep. Are they really? They're much better. They hate dogs. So they go after the uh, a coyote comes near them. They'll grab them by the ear and shake them back and forth. I'll they be. don't kill them, but they give them a dead leave. <laughs> people said that, um, that uh, I've heard people say that they're really nice pets to have donkeys. They're really pretty cool. Hmm. 40 million of them in the world. And they, of course, donkey milk is the most healthy milk you can get the pioneers use them for that too isn't that interesting um yeah i think amos miller who they keep trying to close down you know the federales he has donkey milk i've never tried it have you ever have you ever drunk it i've never tried it either i'm very curious yeah i'd love to try some you know it'd be fun donkey milk so so back in the days you mean in in the 1800s when the uh, they used to drink donkey milk. The people would drink. Moving milk. west, yeah, and the Conestogas and everything. They had donkeys in the farms and the Midwest and even the East. You know, uh, really. See, you don't see yeah, that in the movies. Popular. You know, they don't get that part, do they? Nope, nope. The donkeys, uh, I, I, they performed a lot of valuable farm tasks, and uh, and of course, uh, I don't know if they knew about using them as guard. Uh, uh, it, it's also cheaper to feed a, uh, a donkey. 
you get them a lot cheaper than you can buy a guard dog. Those guard dogs, I believe, that guard sheep are like a thousand dollars. They start at. Well, yes, some oh, of those. I think cheap. they're Great Pyrenees, and they mix up with these shepherds out of Europe, and yeah, they charge you five hundred, seven hundred, fifty bucks for them, and. Um, yep. And then you got to feed them. The donkey's cheap. They just pass you off the pasture. Oh, too. you yeah. know, that's true, too. Yeah. So it's really big in Texas now. Oh, really? Just, have uh, have you seen a that? video. I posted it on Facebook. Yeah, the, uh, the Texas farmers are realizing this is the way to go. And it works better than the guns and the dogs and everything else they've tried. You still <laughs> have that video? Fences. I'd like to see it. I, um, my I'll face, send it to you. Yeah, send it to me. I'd love to see that because I wanted to talk. I'm going to go to the farmer's market on Wednesday, talk to some of the people there about that. I wonder, would they, would they work for protecting the chickens from, from, from wolves and um, yeah. foxes it, and stuff? Any, any, if it's a dog, in the dog family, coyote, whatever it is, they don't like them. <laughs> they don't get along because they've been attacked by wolves before and coyotes. Oh, so, so they kind of... So yeah, I guess so they've got a thing about him. <laughs> so I'd have to get a baby once so day and he and Doodle could learn to get along so he wouldn't attack Doodle, right? Yeah. That's right, because animals do learn to get along oh, when they're sure. raised young like that. Yeah. So many cases. Lions and people and lions and that's, any kind of animal. Right, yeah. Chickens or whatever. Yeah, and people say that they're really smart. Donkeys are very, very smart. They are as smart as uh, dolphins. Supposedly, really. That's what, according to this video. Now I'm, I'm well, no expert. I like on it. Donkeys. I like it already. Yeah. Yeah, get some donkeys, man. <laughs> Maybe that's why their milk is so good. Maybe they got some really good DNA mojo going in in their milk. You know. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, it's the closest to human milk at all. You hear it? Goat milk is closer. Not closer than donkey milk, but closer than cow milk. Really. And camel milk is a little closer, but camel milk also has some problems uh, hmm. built into it. Uh, but donkey milk doesn't seem to have any problems. Just <laughs> good milk. Well, I sure have noticed the difference. Um, sometimes when I switch around with my uh, goat milk purveyor. You know, different, different uh, people. I've had one or t one where I, I couldn't even hardly drink. I mean, I just didn't do good with it. it must be something they're feeding the, the goats. You know, can be. Yeah, you got to be careful. You know, and then I the one I use all the time now. Um, um, it's what I talked to the fellow. It's this strain of goats that has a lot more fat. And I really like it. It tastes great. But now we don't get it because um, they they dry them out for two or three months. Do you know that? Uh, so they have babies. They have little baby goats. So they. So. By so the way, they uh, they use sheep here to. Uh, we we're in extreme fire danger, so they use sheep here, mm -hmm. and uh, they don't use goats anymore because the goats eat everything, and they spread these weeds that they don't want spread. <laughs> well, sheep don't do that. What is that? Some weird noise. Anna Bergstrom, One Radio Network dot com. Patrick Timpone. Um, I I okay. Let's do a little break here got some weird noise downstairs i need to go check out anyway we need to do a break so but uh yeah we're st still having some problems with the website uh, so i'm glad you'll be able to get the get the um 
what do they call it? This stream. Don't mind me. Just losing my my brain. Uh, this is on sale. Let's see if I can find it. Let's see if I can find it. I don't know if we've got this one on sale. Hmm. Well, I wanted to do the Shaga and the Rishi one. Sorry, but I just kind of missed it. Let me do this. Run downstairs and see what the noise is. Out here in the country, when you get noise, it's like weird, man. Okay. Recently, Dr. Al Dannenberg, who's healing from cancer, said this about hydrogen. Can I interject one thing? Whatever you want. Just about molecular hydrogen. It is an amazing technology or research. It's got over 15 years of clinical studies. It is part of my protocols. I use molecular hydrogen in high concentration. I use it in water. There are great studies with all kinds of diseases, like some of the doctors that were on your commercial that were speaking, without a doubt, it is the best discriminating antioxidant around, and it is all biologically normal. Our body uses hydrogen for almost every metabolic pathway. There is interesting research for cancer patients with molecular hydrogen, there is a very strong indication that it can be beneficial, so I use it. You know, cancer Hmm. is a disease of metabolic dysfunction and mitochondrial dysfunction. That's fascinating technology. We've been using ours for three years now. If you'd like to get one, go to oneradionetwork.com, use promo code ONERADIO for a 20% discount, lifetime warranty, one year, no questions asked, money back guarantee for one year. Promo code One Radio, twenty percent off hydrogen Browns gas machine right now on OneRadioNetwork.com. You okay? Well, okay. Well, okay, okay, okay. Well, um, didn't find the video I was looking for. What I'm looking for is right here in front of my face. You know, Shaga and Rishi, it's pretty amazing uh, herbs. No, they're not herbs. They're mushrooms. Did you know that? They're fungi. They're fungi. And these babies really will, uh, will keep everything in balance for you. Um, medicinal mushrooms support a balanced and robust immune response, along with a suite of other benefits like promoting a healthy stress response. You get sound sleep there, especially the Rishi. I like that. And vitality. They're really two of the world's most powerful shrooms. <laughs> Medicinal mushrooms. And they are adaptogens, which means you can take them every day. Did you know that? <laughs> For this month, the 20% off. off. Use promo code ADAPTNOW. ADAPT 
adapt now. Adapt now. These are never grown on biomass or shaga extract, says Daniel, is made from New England hand harvested wild shaga, whole fruit bodies. A lot of beta-glucans in there, adaptogen happens, terpenes for the full range of benefits. Now, now through um, another week or so, or two weeks, 20% off medicinal mushroom extracts. Go to oneradionetwork.com, oneradionetwork.com. Click on any of these uh, thrival links and see Shaga Rishi. I think they got a bundle there where you get two of them for less less money, honey, and use promo code ADAPT now. ADAPT now. 20% off. Pretty cool, baby. I'm going to get some. I need both. Actually, I have a little Rishi left, but that's about it, but I'm going to get some. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. SolarTiming.com. What have you been working on when, as far as your biz here? Uh, that uh, Revising that cancer book. Oh. It needed some beautification. It needed some expansion. needed a few changes and everything. So it took a lot. Uh, I was working on that uh, night and day. <laughs> I barely got any sleep. I got it done about a week ago more than a week ago when but then the heat wave uh came we were both vegetables so we couldn't even proofread it uh, <laughs> so we proofread it uh two days ago i think and got it up on the uh, site yesterday uh-huh oh you sent me the donkey video yeah <laughs> how long is it uh i forget how many minutes six or eight minutes something like should that. we play it yeah why not it's, it, it is really interesting. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's play it. If I can, you know, if this my computers will let me do what I want to do, it's like these <laughs> people drive you crazy. They just want to keep changing things. And, you know, I can't even get into my, my email. You know, it's like, how do we, how do we just, I mean, what? what's this computer karma we have? I mean, you know, what the hell's going on? You know, it's like, you know, now now Google wants me to know I'm me to get into this. I mean... They have been doing strange stuff to really, us, too. Have you? Yeah, I mean, it's like, now I can't even get in there because I don't even know what it is. They want my I've password. I've been getting to, into uh, <laughs> PG stuff, and it says, identify your age or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think they're really just gonna step on the gas here, you know, and do do something because I don't know what the what the hell is going on, you know. I mean, then they want you to sign in for uh, certain movies because they're considered too mature. So oh, you is have that to be right? 18. Oh, well, that's good. But they there's a movie called Crank Two, Crank? which is one of the most violent. Uh, <laughs> Trustworthy movie ever made, and you get right into it. Oh my god! It's one of my favorite movies, by the way, because it's about the power of adrenaline. That we have that much power using adrenaline, and adrenaline is kind of the enemy of repeat. <laughs> he doesn't like it, 
I like adrenaline because I find it has a lot of power as well as thyroid. They both systems work. But isn't adrenaline, we don't, doesn't that screw up your adrenals? If you get too much of it, just like anything else, you can get any chemical and get too much. But adrenaline is what a bear uh, runs on during uh, hibernation. Oh. And Ray Pete is not a fan of hibernation, but hibernation, in a state of hibernation, you can't, you don't get cancer, you're, uh, you're uh, immune from radiation. Those are two very opposite uh, conditions. Radiation makes you super alkaline, as does do omega-3 fatty acids. Cholesterol makes you acidic, as hmm. does, uh, well, anyway, they've got it They've got it all screwed up. <laughs> I can't figure out how to do this thing, so I'm going to have to work on it and we'll do the donkey thing later. Yeah, I can't even get it to my email to get it on the thing because <laughs> because Google won't let me in because it says you're not you. I said, well, well, really? I've only been using Google's for for you know 20 years. Who knows? Well, I still love. I have a love hate affair with Google because they can get me information. A hundred times more, maybe more than I could get at medical libraries back sure. in the day. Yeah. But you have to know, like I've explained before, different ways of searching. You have to pretend you're someone else because they have you in a filter bubble. They know what you like, and so they just give you what you like and what they want to feed you. It's like NLP. First, you duplicate the person. Then you guide them slightly away mm. from there. They do that. They use NLP all the time on Google. Pretty tricky uh, stuff, right? I mean, they, they got hundreds or thousands of people and just trying to kick our ass and do it, to control us, right? I mean, pretty <laughs> that's much. Exactly, <laughs> pretty that's exactly much. the term. Sorry, pardon our French folks, my French, but yeah, I mean, they just do, don't they? So what do you mean like, so they know Patrick and Adam because of our IP address, right? So they know yep. stuff that we've searched. And then what do I they do? Will even, I will even do stuff on, uh, on uh, Facebook. Right. And immediately on my, on my email, I get an advertisement for something wow. related to yeah, it. Yeah, this is really... That's how tied in it is. This is really, getting, this is really getting spooky, man. This is just... They're really going to dystopian George Orwell us till we just scream or stop doing it. Okay. And now Montecito is putting in uh, license plate readers where they've, oh, they've had them around in various police cars, but now they're going to have stationary ones so they know who's entering the community oh, and good. who's leaving the community okay. at all times of day and night. That's what I would do. That's what I would do if I was the mayor. <laughs> they say this is going to protect you, right? This is going to protect you. That's what they claim. <laughs> Unbelievable. This world's and gone now they're bonkers, gonna, uh, man. They need, we're, we have 43% of the plug-in vehicles in the entire nation, 43% in California. In California, now. 43. And, in the, yeah, the, these are the total electric. You plug it in, drive. And drive. <clears throat> That's it. And so, of course, they're having rolling blackouts and everything here during the heat wave uh, because they don't have enough. They want more, but they can't do it. So what do they do? They're against nuclear power in California. They sign a bill extending it to 2030. The Diablo, the one nuclear plant we have, Diablo Canyon, they extended five years because it's carbon-free energy. And conveniently, just before the vote, they had a five-hour brownout 
right near the plant. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of people think that they're, the, the Nuki people are going to, because they're going to say this is green. Well, I guess nuclear is green unless, unless you get an earthquake, right? And then it's not too green. <laughs> not too green <laughs> or a problem. nuclear war. Look at look at what's happening in uh, in Ukraine. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. France. You know, if, uh, France has a lot of nuclear, right? France has a lot of nuclear. Oh uh, yeah. yeah well, in fact, during nine eleven, they attacked one of those nuclear plants that was conveniently left out of the news. I found it in one newspaper. I had no idea. I didn't either, and I wouldn't have if I hadn't read it in the plant. They stopped a terrorist attack on the plant on the same day. Now, they didn't want to put that in the news because this whole green movement is about nuclear. It's not about oh, wind power. Oh, you mean to, to, bring in, to bring in nukes? Is it's it? in to bring in nukes. And in fact, there's a worldwide, look at what's happening in the Middle East. Hmm. Nukes all over the place. Nuke yeah. power. They're, they're putting more in the United States. Obama was called Mr. Nuclear until, uh, what was it, Fukushima. Fukushima messed up that plan because then people got skitsy about it. Oh, I thought and now the, they're starting you know, to get over it. I always, well, I didn't always, but I've heard that the Fukushima thing was a controlled demolition by the boys just to, I don't know, whatever they do, they give us a bad hair day. But maybe it's a different group of boys that are going to make all the money on the nukes. Yeah, Bill Gates. He's one, he was invested in, he's actually invested in put a mini nuclear reactor in the back of your house, in oh, every good. house. I want one of those. That means they have access to your property because you can't handle that. <laughs> so they, because it's a national emergency to have a nuclear plant, they can come in your property at any time. They want to change the whole privacy thing of the country. I see. Everything do, on computer. Do you see that story? We talked about it a bit, Adam Bergstrom, in, uh, I think it was um, Denver, somewhere in Colorado, where these people that got these smart meters, right? So they had this huge heat wave come in wherever it was, and they have a way with the smart meter to not let you put your air conditioner below. So they can just set it for wherever they want. Oh, you can't go below, but whatever, 79 or 80. You know, that's it. And they did that, and the people had no idea they could do that with these smart meters. Remember when the whole smart meter thing was happening 10 years ago? I do. And we were talking about how dangerous they were with the Wi-Fi, but this has always been about control. It's always been about control. Never mind, you know, it'll be easier to read your thing. They want to control everything. Everything, everything, yep. Yeah, the, uh, a friend of mine was involved in the uh, massage movement in Texas where they would get licensing, but it backfired. He was sorry he did it because he had a massage school in Austin, and now he couldn't go up to Denver without getting another license or whatever. Oh. So he was regretting that he ever got involved with that. Once you get bureaucracy in, Boy. that's our main enemy is bureaucracy. Yeah. We hear 1,500 laws per year come in, in California alone. I read and, stories and about nice. you guys in California, man, and I just say, Adam, you better get out of that place, man. It's going to it's gonna be a, they're going to burn the place down before, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I. Actually, we want people to come back and defend it. Oh, yeah, yeah you got to defend the thing. Remember, <laughs> remember uh, uh, 
what was his name? Uh, Big Daddy Ross. The, the all the, the car racing and everything that went on here. Uh, hmm. uh, the Ed Ross. He was the, he was the uh, designer of all these hot rods. One was built like a coffin. One was written like a supercar. <laughs> one was a carriage and everything. He had all the cartoons and Rat Fink and all that things. That's California's a drag racing capital. Look what's happened. <laughs> so word, word around the campfire is that they want to take Mussolini and uh, run him against Trump in 24. Get him out of California. Get him out of California. And hopefully he loses against Trump or whoever. <laughs> Governor U-Haul, we call him. If Trump's not in jail and they're trying to put him in jail. So what a oh, mess. Yeah. What a mess. You know, this is... I've never seen, well, we, I'm sure you all get this. I've never seen our country so screwed up. Uh, you know, everything. I mean, the courts, the Justice Department, the FBI, the CIA, the AMA, the CDC. I mean, it's just a mess. It's All of them. It's just a mess, the whole thing. Don't you find it fascinating, or do you, that this whole thing, it's all coming at the same time. You know, there's something going on spiritually. There must be. Because why would all these things be coming out now? You know. Simultaneously. Yeah. 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 When, when I was a hippie and we were fighting the <laughs> Vietnam War. You're still a that, hippie, dude. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I still am. True. I, I'm, a, I'm a beatnik. I was before hippies. <laughs> already, I was. Uh, you were pre hippie, yeah. Oh, I go used ahead. to go what around were you say? singing uh, yeah. little boxes on the hillside, and they're all made out of ticky-tacky. I mean, Sorry, I interrupted I you that when you said, well, when I was a hippie, what? When you, when you were a hippie, what? About... Um, yeah, I forgot now. <laughs> oh, all these things coming, yeah, coming up. All these things yeah. coming up at the same time. Yeah, well, it, Nixon was, it was nothing compared to what's going on now. And oh. even now, the whole thing, uh, what? The... Uh, the Biden administration is going to get rid of the uh, the fracking. Now they are pushing it in California. They oh. want the fracking because they've been giving both sides, frankly, do the same thing. It's all good, good cop, bad cop. You know, yeah. one person acts good, bad, etc. That's how the scheme works. So, what have you seen? I'm I'm kind of curious about the whole nuclear thing. What have you seen? Are the same folks that. They're running the oil scam. Are they going to do the nuclear thing and just move from oil to nukes? That's right. Really? They've been involved. The power companies, too, the electric uh, power companies. But but the oil companies are in on it, too. Now, they're also in on wind power because you can make money building those big machines. Hmm. We have the technology to make solar where we could actually uh, run the entire world on solar really? many times Could you over. really? Really? Now, oh, everybody, yeah, they, keeps they saying, everybody keeps saying that there's not enough technology in solar to make the thing work, and that's what the green energy thing is to control it. And yet we're talking on the Internet where, where the computers and the uh, cell phones are moving separate atoms, individual atoms, millions of times smaller than we can imagine. They have quantum computers, but they can't make a solar power. Do you know that <laughs> when I was in Bellingham, Washington, yeah. I arranged a mirror a simple mirror and aimed it at the room and we sat in the sunshine and were perfectly comfortable warm while it was really cold outside i did the same in arizona i bought 
fragments uh, at, at a garage sale, the guy gave them to me, fragments of a mirror. I arranged them in order, and I was in my office on sunshine. And I was perfectly fine because even in Tucson, it can get down to 30 or so during the winter. Yeah. And I was perfectly fine using mirrors, a simple, simple mirror. Now, what if I bent the mirror slightly? Remember how the magnifying yeah. glass and ants? You can do that with a mirror. You ever get the uh, type of mirror you look at your face for your pimples and then you flip it over and you get an enlargement? You can do that and aim it. You don't need all these specific things in fact they ran the outhouses in florida in 1906 with some kind of solar power did they really just so they could see in the darks that spider wouldn't bite him in the butt or an alligator wouldn't attack (laughs) him right they could see it in 1906 and in 1951 according to the reader's digest uh the head research director of mit said given the word they could switch 80 percent of of the world over to solar in one year how come we could do that in 51 which is what 70 80 years ago and we can't do it now 70 years ago we can't do it now i mean people are are so dumb about this they don't want you to use the sun in fact here's a classic bait and switch solar power if you hook up to solar you will get all these discounts and all make all this money you sell it back to the grid now they're going to introduce a tax anyone who has solar power has to pay extra oh good 300 to 600 dollars a year tax for having your solar power how's that and plus they're not going to buy back the power at the same rate they lied to people about a much less rate so now the people with solar power pay more than their fair share I, I can't believe that people are just continuing to live in California. I mean, how do they put up? What's the word like? Why don't we riot? Why don't we get the pictures You would think. I, and the torches. I wonder what it's going to take for people just to say enough is enough. It's going to take more. Obviously, it's like the frog, the legendary yeah. frog in the pan. In the you pan, know? just keep it, keep it going. People would never have put up with this 20 years ago. Never any of it. The medical profession, you can't go in without getting a vaccination or whatever. The, the kids have the right to be vaccinated, separate of the parents, without telling them all kinds of other things. Maybe I shouldn't be talking about the V word right now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> what are you going to do, you know? It's hard to stay away from it these days. Adam Bergstrom is with us. Sorry, we weren't able to do this live, but there's, uh, it's, it's um, well, it's 11 o'clock here, Central, and when they're still kind of working on the site, something happened. It was good all weekend, and then, you know, I, I, speaking of nuclear, I don't know if you've seen it, but I have some websites I visit just to kind of keep my head into what's going on geopolitically, you know, with, you know, just just so I can stay informed. I just read the headlines. I don't read the article. <laughs> but boy, I've seen a lot of, um, not a lot, but quite a few more and more of pushing this idea that they could, Putin could use a tactical nuclear weapon in Ukraine. I keep seeing that. So there's something up. I mean, uh, I, I, I don't think, you think they, um, you, you think they would really be, Putin would be talking about it if he is? Uh, you know, there maybe you think it's just more fear stuff. You know, there's rules of war, and frankly, Putin should grow 
Grosson because uh, he, uh, Ukraine isn't fighting this war. It's the United oh, States no, against you, Russia. Yeah, you, they don't have the weapons. It's all U.S. weapons, billions of billions, dollars. Of and they keep sending it too. Have you seen it? Every other week, it, it's another twenty, twenty-five billion dollars of our money just going over there. Right. When we need the money here in this country, and and it's all being sent there. And now, and Putin should grow some. He should say, "Look." You're fighting us. Any country that sends weapons to the Ukraine is our enemy, oh. and we should fight them. Yeah. But he's not going to do it. They even have rules of war. You can't do this. You can't do that. That's why they're at a nuclear plant. You shoot near a nuclear plant, and you have to have a United Nations crew come in. Who makes these rules? If, if, if you're going to have war, mustard gas, atomic war, whatever, you do what you want to win. Now, you can't. You can't, you have to follow these rules of engagement. Yeah. What they had in the Revolutionary War, remember, you had to stand out in front. But we st- stood behind trees and shot people like the Indians did. We were smarter. Yeah, that's the way you fight a war, behind the trees. <laughs> well, you know, there, there's, it's a possibility that they're all in on this whole thing and they're just drinking scotch and, you know, and having their girlfriends and, uh, and just having a party and just, you know, stealing all the money that from the people—that's real possible too. I mean, I, it I looks. I don't, sometimes it looks like that. I don't know. <laughs> you know. It's like I don't know what to believe anymore. You know, but I'll put, I just—I just can't understand why Putin is so laid back about this. And well, you know, he's being pretty tough, though, isn't he, Adam? Where um, I mean, he's really—he's got him over a barrel on this oil and this gas thing. Uh, uh, you know, in the UD. You know. Um, I think he should have cut him off completely right at the beginning. But he's saying, like, oh, it's actually our plant. We had to shut down all this stuff. Why do that? Just shut it down. Shut it down. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a crazy... And look at England. We got a monarchy. We still have kings and queens. And they, that was what the revolutions were about. You know, Thomas Jefferson was in favor of the French Revolution, even when it got very bloody, because he said he wanted democracy to be all over the world. He didn't want it to stop in the U.S. He wanted all countries to get rid of their kings and queens. And that's what Europe is, kings and queens. And they all intermarry. The family that is now uh, the, the Windsors, they're actually German. Hmm. They have a hyphenated German name. But because during the First World War, it was unpopular to be, to be German, they switched it. They were Nazi sympathizers. The one king that... Uh, uh, married the American, you know, and yeah. went off uh, to the Bahamas or wherever he went. He was a Nazi. He was hanging out with Hitler. And so are a lot of the English. Hitler would not attack England. His advisor said, let's attack England I thought, right now. I thought oh, they no, bombed. come around. I thought they bombed Italy, England, didn't they? Not before. Not until, not, oh. not at the beginning. Hitler said, don't bomb them. They, they could have taken out England like that. Yeah. They just they just did the light one. They even sent, who was the man they sent in by parachute? And they brought him in to, to come and convince the English to join them in their Nazi war. And But uh, someone was in control that put him in prison. That guy stayed in prison through the entire war. Wow. One of your listeners may know who that was. Yeah. Wow. Again, yeah. I haven't been spending that much time on history lately. I, I've read... It's, over a thousand history books 
cover to cover in Heavy my really? time. Wow. Yeah, but lately I'm more into cancer and things like that. I have yeah. a lot of people now that are sick with various problems, and uh, I'm researching that. Yeah. Well, you know, ding dong, the queen is dead. Now, um, <laughs> Charlie Boy, and boy, he's a global eye, isn't he? He's a, he's got. He's, Let's hope he does better than Charles the First. Oh, he got his head cut yeah. off by Oliver Cromwell and the boys. Well, the King, King Charles now he's got a Manila folder this thick. You know that, boy. Wouldn't you just love to see some of the shenanigans he's involved in? So, and you know, people claim well. They're just a monarchy, a figurehead, and they don't really have any power. I don't believe that. I mean, all presidents go over there and kneel down and kiss their, you know, what ring. <laughs> I'm being kind here. Um, it's the, they got a lot going on, you know, the House of Windsor and with the Bank of England, as you know. I don't they complain when I drive my car an extra 10 miles, right, with gasoline, and yet they have 70 jet planes flying over for the queen's birthday, or no, her anniversary of being queen, remember that? 70, 70. jet planes, yeah. cannons. When she dies, they fire off 98 rounds of ammunition. I mean, and they're worried about me driving my car. Oprah takes 78 jet plane uh, flies up, already up until last month in this year. And think of all the pollution for doing that. To go visit the Queen, the Prime Minister of England, took a jet plane just to shake her hand before she died. Yeah. And, they, and my little car, they're gonna, uh, they want it off the road and to be electric. When they make electric jets, then we'll talk about it. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. big bring back Big Daddy Roth and the drag racing at the yeah. slingshots. Remember those? My friend John Diana was the, uh, I think he was the uh, editor or the owner of several of those hot rod magazines, in fact. Good friend of mine back in the day. It's all just made up, Adam Berkstrom. It says you and me and the, the kids and our friends and our, you know. That's it. It you is. Know, that's it, baby. That, you know, that's what we got, right? Because the whole rest of it is just made up. You, can, you don't, nothing is as it seems. Wow. Back in the day, uh, it used to be a lot simpler. Like, I got a, uh, a, my muffler had a hole in it, so I got a ticket. So my friend showed me how to take a beer can and, and cut it open and then wrap plumber's tape around the hole in the muffler, and I went and passed the test. Hmm. And they never checked the muffler. They never checked That's the muffler. That's the kind of thing it used to be. No seat belts. You could drive drunk, which I used to do. <laughs> never had an accident. <laughs> then came Mothers Against Drunk Driving. <laughs> okay, we can't get... We can't get uh, emails in because we're still down, but we do have a couple left over so uh, let's do those all right um what is the easiest oh this is actually did come in this morning before the website went down mm. what is the easiest way to release and or erase any traumas that a person might inherit from their parents and ancestors that they no longer can speak with in person if such a familia trauma occurred many generations ago prior to the person being born and most of the exact details have been lost over time is there a generalized way to removing 
it only by knowing a very simple version of the story. Do you think that that we can bring a trauma in from great-great-grandfather? Really? Oh, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. I've, def- I've definitely seen it where uh, one of my friends was having a trauma because her uh, grandfather was scalped by the Indians. And yeah, it gets passed on. This is the beauty of mind hacking. Rather than speculating where the trauma comes from, you just turn the person's feet and they tell you they tell the you. specifics. The time of day, the everything you want to know is right there because this, the unconscious forgets nothing. It forgets nothing, nothing. at all, ever. <laughs> no matter whether you have a brain dead, you can take mind hacking and work on a person in coma and, and they'll react to it. <laughs> what other technique can do that? But if you don't know how to mind now, How hack, would this person do this? Yawning and stretching is your best thing. And it just and find it out it? what it is. So it yawn and stretch and and try and figure out what your heart's desire is. Okay. See, a lot of people they think they're doing what they love to do, but they often don't. Mm-hmm. I I know someone who said that uh, they loved their job, but actually when I mind hacked them. It went back that they hated their job because their husband made them go to work at that job and then they convinced themselves, you know, you get acclimated. I love this job. I love this job. They died of, of uh, uh, bladder cancer uh, and, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, uterine cancer. Now, I read about a case in Gabor Mate, same thing, loved their job. She really hated her job. Uh, she had uterine cancer and died. Hmm. So people fool themselves instead of doing what they really love to do. Maybe just play at the beach. Uh, maybe uh, very few people get to do exactly what they do. We're both freer of that. You get to do a radio show. I get to do my own thing. I don't have to go punch a clock. I've done it 90 or 100 times I've punched clocks. But even then, I said, I'm collecting jobs. I'm not working for them. I'm collecting jobs to get skills, and I'm leaving as soon as I want to. Yeah, you knew you yeah. I knew I was temporary. And I collected jobs like people collect postage stamps or coins. I was a job collector. I didn't tell them that. And I became really good at creative... uh, uh, employment uh, applications really clever because you can't list 90 jobs on an application and get a job <laughs> yeah and I, I feel very fortunate too or I have the wherewithal now to be able to you know develop my whole screenwriting skills and write them and I've, I've written three now and uh, you know you know, want to hear my next one? What we're gonna do? This will be. This is gonna be really cool. You know, I'm not yeah. a. You know, I'm I. Total. I'm not a germ guy at all, as you know. And there's a whole uh, clan of people like Lanka, and Cowan, and Kaufman, and Vollmer, and Sell, and Lando, and Mike Stone, and now the Baileys and and uh, Mark and Samantha Bailey, in um, New Zealand, and they've got. They've got this guy, a fellow Mark Bailey we had on. Did you have a chance to hear that show? I missed that one. This yeah. fellow and another doctor and his wife had them put together 250 pages making the argument that there is no virus, right? They had 500 citations and notes. 
500. They put this together. It took them a long time. They have a sculptory evidence that there's no germ. So they take it to the New Zealand court, right? To, you know, to, to sue somebody. They, they, th- they wouldn't even let them file it. That's how, how frightened they are of this idea. Because, you know. Anyway, so what I'm going to do is I'm gonna, I want to make a movie called Virus. And these people, I'm going to present them all and see who wants to play, are going to be consultants. And we're going to have a oh, 40-ish a homeopathic lady, doctor, kind of a Amanda Vollmer, feisty gal, sue the AMA or somebody and say, there ain't no virus, dudes, and I'm going to, you got to prove it. So they're going to go into court. So there'll be a lot of courtroom scenes, right? And they'll take it into court and they'll lose or they'll win and they'll, they'll um, appeal and they'll take it all the way to the Supreme Court. So the cool thing is going to be, Adam, is that um, it doesn't matter what the courts say or even the Supreme Court. Matter of fact, we'll probably have the Supreme Court just go against us because they would never admit to it, right? Come on. And the whole the whole thing would fall apart, right? A four five trillion dollar medical industrial complex would just explode, you know, if they said, Yeah, they're right, there's no virus. So but anyway, the, the audience will be the jury. You know, the audience will be the jury. So the whole film will be showing and the so the people watching the film will go, geez, man, there really isn't no virus. That's gonna be my next project. It's gonna be fun. Pretty exciting. It'll be on bit shoot with that one. <laughs> oh, baby! Oh. You know the whole the problem is the whole medical police state, which has been going on since about the 1600s. It started with the Invisible College in England, where science was above mesmerism, was above all these other things. Mesmerism works better than anything because a disease is an artifact anyway. Sure. Who's the matter with you? After I wrote this cancer book, I decided to put more stress into mind hacking because if disease is an artifact and it's who's the matter with you that's how you solve it it's got to be right because we know it's an artifact we know it's a spiritual issue all of it we know it right again i've i've explained uh, before that i had a friend who had an incurable disease right she was given about a month to live and when we mind hacked her, we found out that her father had abused her over and over again, gotten her pregnant. She had a baby, wow. an, an abortion, excuse me, and repressed it. Didn't even remember it. Can you imagine not remembering having a baby as a child, as an adolescent? How can you? Do, and, how could that happen? And, how could that happen? I've seen it many times really? before where a person didn't even remember something. Is it like, how could I forget that? In fact, in my life, when I've recycled myself, I suddenly thought, I I encapsulated that someplace. Didn't even remember it happened. Yes, these things happen to us, and as a protection, we tumorize them. We put it in a tumor, we tumorize. or we use it like an ulcer and, and keep on swiping it out of our body. So, but yeah. believe me, the unconscious, uh, I have found some cases also to show you how the life force is is active a long time ago in 87 87 it was uh i had a girlfriend and we got a call from the doctors in san diego your mother is got 24 hours to live there's no chance of saving her if you want to see her get down and see her so we drove down early in the morning to the hospital 
met the relatives flying in from Nebraska to say goodbye to this woman. Went to the hospital, the group of us, and there was this lady about 85, 90 pounds stuck with tubes all in her, whining. My girlfriend started crying and said, why don't they unplug her? This is so cruel. But I always am a fight against the good night. You know, do not give up. So I stared at the lady and she looked at me and she stared at me and I realized I was like on camera. I had to do something. So I thought, what would I step to her, grabbed her two little frail hands in mine and said, after me, I am a winner. Hmm. And guess what? She screamed, I am a winner and got out of her deathbed. And they had to put her in the nursing home. And everybody went home. So, and they were mad at me. So in the case like of this lady and other things, and I guess this happens all the time, these things go so into the unconscious, then they... Um, so do you think then that has, has uh, souls eventually want to try to spiritually heal that these things emerge as disease and that, that's their wake-up call to say, look at me, that kind of thing is what's happening? That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, our unconscious knows we're doing something that we shouldn't be doing. And we think we're going to get away with it. But the Akashic Record shows that we're not going to get away with it because we're on candid camera whether we like it or not already. (laughs) In fact, all these jokers trying to do that with the globe, they don't realize that's been going on since the beginning of time. Since midnight eternity, we've been on camera and everything we do. But we are God, a unified field. And and that, it corrects itself. It's a self-correcting mechanism. As we change our state of consciousness, right? As we change right. our reality, a movie. It, it changes, right, it changes. It changes, and this is a movie, so all you do is, you, we're script writers, but we don't know it. Good Once you, you know you're the script writer, then you write the script, but when you do something bad in the script, then you pay for it. But there's no judge worse than the individual himself. Yes. That was shown in the great movie Flatliners, the original. I remember, oh, I don't know the Julia original. Roberts. Oh, yes, I do. I, the, long ago, 70s, 80s. That I think was 80s. the best version. Yeah. So, Oliver Platt, uh, Kevin Bacon, I believe, Julia Roberts, uh, Keeper Sutherland. That movie explained karma better than any yes, movie that I've ever seen. Very well. I, I, need to, recommend. I need to rewatch that. Or, so the idea of karma is, 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 a, is a spiritual law. When we encroach on somebody else, right? You know, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, it's going to come back. It just is. It just is. But to your point, I think I really appreciate that you get it. You're one of the few people I know who do that we don't have to be angry or guilty when we do something dumb. We just don't do it anymore and deal with the canuppance when it comes and it will and you say well okay I punched George and now he punched me so okay I get it I learned my lesson right just 
And so I think when we feel guilty or we give ourselves a hard time about punching George, then it just makes it worse because we're in this loop, you know, this, right? It's just, you can make, you can give yourself cancer over that. Yeah, people do all the they time. They do all the time. That's how they do it. Wow. Yeah. Or any disease in the book. You know, if, if a person is sick, it's all they have to do is say, what went wrong? What did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. And it's not judgmental. We don't judge ourselves. No. We fix the problem. Fix the problem. <laughs> Just fix it. Just fix it, you know. What did I do wrong? Now, many times, nature, our possessions get damaged. Like, uh, when we break something, it actually is a way of breaking karma. So, uh, last week or the week before, when I got in the car, I had my lantern to keep the... the uh, the uh what do you call it the uh rodents away from my car i <laughs> i left it there i didn't even notice vibrant gal didn't notice it either we drove off with my hood that wide and lantern and when i got up to speed the whole hood went boom <laughs> back on us <laughs> and the lantern was still working we picked it off the highway i couldn't find the rodent beeper you know that keeps the rodents away when we got home the reason we couldn't find it, it was welded to my engine. Hmm. I had to heat the engine up and pry it. But that's karma. One time I was sitting right. in a restaurant with, uh, with uh, Donald Lay, and I said, when you break glass, why does that break karma? And at that same moment I asked that question, the waitress comes up with two glasses of ice water sets them down in front of both of us my glass goes crack 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 crack, 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 and water starts leaking down and i said okay (laughs) i don't know why but there it is and the donald just grinned at me Uh, adam bergstrom is with us i'm sorry we weren't able to do this live this morning but you know i we had this um website karma and you know it probably happens every time I get angry at my mouse and get uh, <laughs> I gotta stop doing that. Uh, we're gonna do this thing and then I'm gonna tell Adam a little story of experience I had. I wanna get his ideas on what this could be because I have a net to figure out so he's gonna help me uh, because you know, One that's of the very what he does. first things I do in the morning is come sit at my meditation chair and that's when I take my dual extracted mushrooms from Sir Thrival, the chaga and the reishi. Both of these mushrooms are immunomodulators. If you had too strong of an immune system, like autoimmunity, it'll help to down-regulate and calm the immune system. If you have too weak of an immune system, like an immunodeficiency, they help to upregulate or strengthen your immune system. So whatever you're dealing with, they help to bring your immune system to balance. In addition to being immunomodulators and adaptogens, chaga is probably best known for its extremely high ORAC value or antioxidant content. It scavenges the body of free radicals. And reishi has a long history being used in conjunction with meditation and for reaching higher states of consciousness. And that's why I like to take these right before my meditation. There's a lot of medicinal mushroom supplements on the market to choose from. 
but most are made with cheaply produced mushrooms grown on grain and either ground up and put in capsules or extracted in non-organic alcohol. Survival does it differently. We use wild harvested chaga and organic certified wood-grown reishi fruit bodies, not the mycelial extract. And then we use an organic alcohol and a hot water extraction method and then recombine so you get the full benefits of these extremely high quality mushrooms. Well, that was a great explanation and I'm uh, glad I was able to find it now that we have the Shaga and Rishi on sale. And uh, let me press the right button here. And it's on sale and the promo code for 20% is, I had it here a moment ago, it's called um, ADAPT20 or ADAPT NOW, A-D-A-P-T NOW, ADAPT NOW, Chaga and Rishi both on sale. We're going to get the bundle. We can get one of each um, and then uh, uh, get some too. Why don't you get some with me? Go to oneradionetwork.com and you can click on this Thrival link and we'll hook you up. Uh, uh, promo code ADAPT NOW, uh, Chaga and Rishi on sale. Pretty fun, huh? Have you tried our software? We got the best. Previously, with research scientists at MIT, Stephanie Seneff, PhD, and the curious connections between these glyphosates, Roundup, GMOs, and sulfur. So if you simply put the glyphosate in place of the glycine in the sulfur transferase, you will not be able to get the sulfate from the cholesterol sulfate to some other molecules, such as the heparin sulfate. The cell won't be able to defend itself with sulfate if it can't put the sulfate there. But it's really, really important to be able to do that because, for example, cholesterol sulfate, it delivers sulfate to the cells. But in order to deliver it, you've got to take the sulfate off of the cholesterol and put it on something else. And that's what, where the sulfotransferase would come in and wouldn't be able to do that. I know, it gets a little geeky, but the point is that without the proper amount of sulfur in the body, and now it's being disrupted because of the GMOs, even more than what it was already doing, it's, it's not good. So we think that this uh, sulfur product that we've been promoting is really helping people to keep everything kind of working well because this whole sulfur cycle is kind of God's way of keeping the bad guys out and exiting the body. And because our sulfur is absolutely pure with no additives, it's different from almost all the other ones out there. You can click an order, three prices, right on our website, oneradionetwork.com. You certainly can, and... Uh, Hook, I'll hook you up, you know, more than four pounds. We send it out nine pounds over the weekend. People love the product. And so that's a good thing to do. If you really like it and you have friends, you can order six pounds or more, get a discount. You know, share, you know, pass it around, baby. You know what I mean? Jelly bean? Uh, if you would like to get involved with uh, having a sauna every day like your host here, moi, you can get one. $1,295, email me, Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. It was 65 degrees last night. Come on, what's up with that? I mean, it, the worm has turned. I mean, it's going to probably be 90 here today, but uh, it's going to start to be fall pretty soon. And this is the time when I really, I mean, I love taking it even when it's 100 out, but when it's cold outside, oh, MG, come on. This is a great sound of very low electromagnetic fields, nothing really. There's no RFs, radio frequencies, and um, 
none of those. There's some magnetic energy that goes up to the bottom of the chair. It comes with a very nice chair, and you can see the picture here. If you're watching on video, on audio, you can see the picture through our website. And you sit there, and your head is sticking out. And as, as Adam Bergstrom has told us over the years, you want a hot, a cool head and a hot booty. I mean, that's the deal, right? You don't want a, you want a hot head and a cold booty. That's not good. So you stick your head out, and uh, it's great. I, I do my spiritual exercises in there every night, sing Hugh, talk to God, sweat, jump in my cold shower, and poo, uh, hoo, uh, 1,295 tax title license delivered in the lower 48 for those of you in Petaluma that does not include Alaska or Hawaii. Just email me. The only way to get the price is to email me, Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com. If you're just going on order through the website and you don't know what you're doing, uh, I think it's like $1,500. Don't do that. Email me, Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com, and we'll get it out to you. And we ship them all over the world, baby. You know, all over the world. From the Hill Country in Texas, broadcasting worldwide, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Yes, it is with Adam Bergstrom. Yes, no, maybe. Chronobotic Nutrition is his hardcover. And SolarTiming.com is where Adam has all of his e-books. Probably, what did you say, 100 or so? No, 100? Not that many, no. but I think I have about 45 of them, uh, can, uh, counting uh, many books and sex uh, newsletters and turd eye newsletters and things like that. All kinds of stuff. More like a journal or a magazine. Hmm. So, um, uh, before I tell you about my little story and get your opinion on something, see if you can help me figure it out, I do want to ask you, well, let me ask you and then I'm going to go back and I'm going to write myself a note here so I don't forget. Okay, so two, three weeks ago, my refrigerator just went, I mean, just quit. Ten years old, just quit. You know, a repair by guy, says, oh, it'll only be uh, $1,300 to put in a new compressor. $1,300. So I go to Home Depot and I get a, I get a new refrigerator and they have a two-year uh, no-interest pay thing, which is really cool. I mean, there's no way I had extra $1,300 sitting around or $1,900, which is what a new one is. You know, a new refrigerator is $1,900, a good one? $1,900? No way I had that. So, but I got it for like a hundred bucks a month, you know. It's, it's cool, no interest, less than a hundred. Anyway, wow. so that saved me there. A friend of mine told me about it. So go to Home Depot, you can get a no interest for two years. So then, um, oh, then my home air conditioning goes out. <laughs> goes out. Call up the guy who put it in not long ago. He comes out. He he fills it up with the Freon, he said, no, nah, where is this low on Freon? Then a week later, poof, goes out again. It's still been out. It's been out for three weeks and haven't been able to get him out here. So then my car air conditioner starts to go too, right? And it's still now almost not working. So I want to ask you, I can't, what, so what is this? So how would you, how would you work through this without having my feet to mine act so if, do you think it means I'm too hot and I'm making, how would you analyze that, this cold thing? There's something going on spiritually 
there's a lesson there, but I don't know what it is, is what I'm asking you. Yeah, I'd, I'd say something in your body is overheating. Okay, that's and what I maybe thought. Maybe an emotion about something, and, and so you get a shunt. The most remarkable case of that I saw hmm. is when I lived on that ranch in Fayetteville, Texas. The owner of the ranch uh, and his wife and and uh, the the vehicles on the uh, on the farm on the farm ranch. Uh, there were seven of them. In one day, every one of them got a flat tire on the left front tire. Seven vehicles. Whoa! And so it freaked the owner out quite a bit. So these kind of things are not unusual. These synchronicities in yeah. our lives they're, happen they're, like that. They happen like that. So, you know what? I just figured out what it is. See, I didn't get that emotional overheating, but I got it. Okay. Okay. It's kind of personal, so I won't do it. Involves a girl, so okay. <laughs> uh, you know, it's always about a girl, right, or a boy. You know, who's the matter with you? <laughs> oh, I just figured it out. Thank you very much. I'll share that with her. I think she'll enjoy that. So, wow. Now, you, you know, I, I know there's people watching this or, or audio right now that are going, um, how is that possible? But it is, and let's talk about it. I mean, this is a hologram, right? It's all interconnected. It is. So if I get all hot and bothered about something, all things that are in my life, and machines are all interconnected, cars and refrigerators. Talk a little bit about that and why this is even possible. Uh, the power of our voice, when we voice something, actually sets off into the universe, whether you call it the audible life stream or whatever. And unfortunately, the negative word is four times more powerful than the positive one. That's why it's very important to be positive. Now, how can that be? It's like if you build a building, it might take uh, a matter of months to build a skyscraper, maybe a year or two. How easy is it to take down with a negative thought, with a wrecking ball or a dynamite charge or 9-11, something like that? Right. Really easy to destroy. So we must use our voice positively and keep on a positive uh, view. We must also clean out the negative things. Like when you say something positive, what is my unconscious saying against this? Well, you can't make money during a recession. You can't make money because you're uh, out in the tulips. These kind of things you have to figure out how to work against those. Uh, I know I have actually meditated because I didn't have a girlfriend. And one came knocking on my door when I finally mm. just gave up and sat down and meditated. She knocked on my door. <laughs> so those are how it happens when we, uh, th these problems we have, including with our physical refrigerators, our computers, whatever, we're having a, a problem. Four printers here, and they're all blew out. We just got a cheap black and white printer to replace them. And obviously, something about being said, not being expressed, is there. And due to that, I figured out I'm going to make some changes in how I use Facebook and how I use electronics. And because of that, I've actually sped up what I can do on Facebook 10 times faster than I could before all this happened. So once you pay attention to the environment, it is telling us something. Uh, for instance, uh, my co-author, uh, 
she knew don't uh, don't kill insects outside uh, Adonis said because then they'll come inside only if they come inside they're not allowed in your house even post a warning saying do not come in this house or you will be taken care of whether you're ants or cockroaches well anyway when I was in uh, the Phoenix area they had an infestation of these giant tree roaches I mean to go to the pool you had to step really carefully there were thousands of them so she put out a trap uh, to get them outside and which I warned her about well finally they came inside they never were inside before and I told her it's because you put the trap outside she opened up the trap all that were in there were crickets and once she took that trap away the roaches didn't wow. come inside anymore that's, that's just crazy right yeah it, I mean it is it, when you tell people this but when you experience it it's not about intellectual oh science says you can't do that that's impossible then somebody does it and so they have to find a new scientific law you know <laughs> that's pretty wild boy just so, <clears throat> So cause and effect, you know, Jung wrote extensively about it, and so did Paul Camera, that uh, we live in not a uh, this causes that causes that, a linear universe. We live in a connected universe. Uh, Jung probably even came up with the word synchronicity. It used to be called seriality, and basically that things happen nonlinear, like at the same time, Edison invented the electric light. Someone did it in Germany the same day. This happened so many times, like the hundredth monkey. How does that happen? Yeah. How does it happen? Does it's happen? not one monkey travels to the other island and teaches it. It happens in the ethers somehow. So these laws are very real, and they're totally denied by modern science. Science in quotation marks. Yeah, because if they don't see it or can't, test it or look at it right then it, it doesn't exist right these guys it doesn't exist and why can't they see it because they don't believe it well yeah once you believe it totally believe it with your being not just in your head but your whole body believes it then you can start walking through walls and things of that nature or beat genetic so-called genetic diseases wow in 1951, a boy uh, had what a, a, what a medical doctor thought was a rash. And so he asked the other doctors, can I work on him? And they kind of snickered and said, yeah, yeah, hypnotize him, see what you can do. Well, he got rid of the rash, but it wasn't a rash. The child had no sweat glands. He created sweat glands out of nothing. <laughs> he had a disease called fish scale disease where his skin broke off and odor came out of it. He couldn't go to school because he stunk up the place and his skin peeled off. Well, he hypnotized it away. The doctors were mad at him. The, the head of the whatever the AMA is in England denounced him. So then he realized that he had hypnotized himself or he believed that it was a rash is why he did it. Other people came to him with the same fish scale disease. He couldn't do anything. So he gave up hypnotism and went into psychoanalysis. <laughs> There's so and little... psychoanalysis has got it backwards. It, they used to be correct. Find the trauma, correct the problem. Now, give the drug and correct the problem because these 
places and chemicals in your brain are causing you to not like your mother-in-law or the president of the U.S. Instead of the president is a you-know-what, and your mother-in-law is mean, too. They got the cart before the horse. It's just, it's amazing that we humans have uh, lived this long. You know, knowing how little we know, well, you and I know, and our listeners know, because we talk about this stuff, but, you know, just the mainstream uh, culture about the health and body and how it works and who we are. That's amazing we've made it this far. You know, I'm just I'm just amazed, you know. <laughs> and how we're connected to the parents too. Often we don't sever our electronic uh, belly button. So I've told you the story of the couple that brought a screaming kid to a Donald Lay and he was screaming and screaming all morning. They were going to take him to the hospital, but they said, let's see if Adonis can do something. So they come in. They took uh, Adonis took off the kid's shoes to work on his feet, and he kicked them. So Adonis looked annoyed, went over to the two parents, rubbed their left shoulders, both the parents, and the child was asleep in less than one minute. He took the child on his lap adjusted his neck this way adjusted it that way then the child woke up and looked straight ahead and O'Donnell went to the father it was the left side and said what did you do this morning to that disturbed him well i promised i'd take him to the store and i didn't next time tell him that you're going to the store without him and touch him and you won't have this problem again and that was it i went home with a perfectly content kid that had been screaming i was there i was a witness to this the kid screaming and it was one of the most remarkable things i'd ever seen up until then in my life where you could actually affect it after that i worked on mothers i had them down on the floor and their kid is running around and i said i'm gonna relax you and put your child to sleep she said what i said but first he's going to know what i'm up to on a subconscious level he's going to belly flop on your belly right from the umbilical that's where he came from Hmm. and she said really so she was ready i started relaxing her both times in both cases the child did a belly flop on the mother but she was ready for it and then i kept rubbing the feet and the child fell asleep on the floor both times isn't that fascinating? How can science explain yeah, that? How can they explain that? I mean, how do they explain that one? And how do they explain that uh, the the uh, what do they call it when you have poltergeistic activity? It always involves a teenager who has a mother trauma, an adolescent actually, not a teenager, an adolescent who has a mother trauma, and then all these things start moving, like the amateurville horror or whatever it is, those type of things. They always involve a child with a mother trauma, and all you have to do is reconnect or adjust the electronic belly button. One time, Adana was working on a woman, and she'd had she cried. It was a big thing. Uh, I was uh, in the uh, therapy room with him, and suddenly he looked at me and winked. He took his hand and went like this in circular spiral above her belly button three times and her belly lifted off the table almost six or eight inches and she went uh, uh, and then she started sobbing and Hmm. he let her sob and we walked out of the room when she was done 
And I said, Adana, what was that? Umbilical trauma. He um, kept on walking into his room. Umbilical trauma. Umbilical trauma. <clears throat> Didn't touch her. Didn't touch her, and her eyes were closed. She couldn't see what he was doing. <clears throat> do you, do you, I guess we all get a little trauma when they, when they grab us by the head with these forceps and try to yank us out of there, huh? <laughs> That too. Oh, yeah. That birth trauma is a big trauma. Now, the other one is the spermal race. Imagine you have a million sperm and someone comes out on the speaker and said, okay, you're in a race. Everyone dies except the winner. And, and you may have a you can select one person as a twin. But there you go. And all of those sperm are racing. And then you have to shut the door on all your buddies that you were friends with talk about a trauma the birth trauma is minor compared to spermal traumas okay well how does spermal trauma manifest well in the same way that uh, we have a uh, individuality the sperm has an individuality sure and that we have spermal karma as well as past life karma so if you meet somebody who's younger than you and they talk to you first it is a spermal karma not a karma karma and so what you say to them to break that trauma is it's okay i told the father off mm-hmm. told him off for what squirting you out of the testes that's what <laughs> it's just- now if that doesn't sound crazy that's how crazy it gets but yeah. i've seen examples of that one time i was introduced to a person younger than me and and i decided i'm not going to say anything till she does and she got so uncomfortable, she wouldn't say anything. And she looked like, this isn't, it. This isn't in the script. Why aren't you saying anything? So finally, I relieved attention and said, hello, my name is so-and-so. Hello, hello. So when do you <laughs> but think- I should have said, it's okay. I told the father off. <laughs> Speaking of sperm and eggies, when do you think, think that soul comes in in the, in the game? Do you have any theories or on that? Have you had a- My theory is from midnight eternity. The soul always is. There's no time limit for the soul. It's a spirit that comes in when you take your first breath. So when a baby is born, if they don't take a breath, there's no funeral. Throw them away. But when the spirit comes in, by law, okay, one breath, that's, yeah. Funeral. So you say like Adam or Patrick came into this body. You think we come in the first breath? first breath as yeah. spirit as spirit soul's always been here you no, no. have been here yeah forever. i know but yeah I, yeah i don't know how to just i don't know how to i don't know how to divide soul and spirit adam so that um but you and i are separate entities let's call us soul right you've been around billions of lifetimes right you right i have we are a hologram you and I are the same person, only we split ourselves off so that we can talk to each other. No, no, I understand. No, I get that. I get that. But still, you are unique. You will always as be... As spirit. Oh, but as soul, right? Uh, not unique as soul. There's sure only you are. one soul. Oh, okay. You're and talking about big soul, which there's only one God. So Some people call it the oversoul. Yeah, you know, some people call it... Right, one soul. But your uniqueness, let's just call it that, have always been around, and you will be unique after you leave this body, and as will I, right? You'll have your own Adam karma to go to the next spot. 
if I choose. Well, I don't know it's about that. It's up to me. No, I don't think so. Because I am God, and I have the choice. Yeah, I don't... If I don't, I'm not God. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we are God, but you and I, in my opinion, are always going to be unique individual spirits, and we're going to keep moving forward until we know that we are God. And then I don't know what happens after that. And I know I'm God, and you know you're God, but... So you think then after, say if Adam only lives another 50 years, this body that you have, what do you think happens to you? I'm still here. I never left because I never got here. I never arrived. No, but I mean... It's a movie. I this know. is the Matrix. Neo thought he was in oh, a Oh, I see what world. you're saying. Yeah, but, but your state of consciousness will still exist. You'll experience something. What do you think you're going well, to experience? Yeah. Everybody. I will experience everybody and everything and every animal and everything that's ever been in the entire world. It's called the Akashic Record. I am the Akashic Record. You are the Akashic Record. Our listeners are the Akashic Record. They are everything. <laughs> there is nothing left out. Nothing can be forgotten. Nothing. No, can there's be no separation between anything. Well, I still think that you and I will... I, I can only speak for me that I, as what I know, what my state of consciousness is going to do something else. And, um, yep. That's why I'll never get off the wheel of 84. I'm staying on it forever. Oh, like well, yeah. Life. Well, you don't want to do that and keep reincarnating somewhere else, right? I do. I want to reincarnate forever. <laughs> I was, a, I was okay. according to Adano, I'm a young, a, a, a young spirit. Or, uh, my, uh, I was a grasshopper just a few lives back, and through grace of a master, I became a human being. Doesn't get nuttier than that, does it? Well, that's pretty nutty. So you don't think you were in some sort of a body that resembles a human or something on other realities or on Earth before you were a grasshopper? I, I could have been because you, you can, uh, according to some people, you can go back and forth, and we are all of them. All I know is after he told me that, I wondered, I said, wow, I was fascinated with flying grasshoppers back in New Jersey when I was a kid. I mean, just totally fascinated by them. And in Carpinteria, I'd never seen a grasshopper when he told me that. After he told me that, I went walking uh, home from the job I had as a manager of a health food store, and a grasshopper was in my path. So I leaned down and said, hi, I haven't seen you for a long time. How you doing? And he tweaked his little head like that. He listened to me. And I thought, my God, I'm going to walk on because if someone sees me talking to this grasshopper, they're going to lock me up. <laughs> it's, like, it's like old Walt Disney movie. Like, uh, see, that's why I really love you because, see, cats are from like another planet, but you used to be a grasshopper and, and remember it. So that's pretty cool. I mean, I think that's great. You know, people think we're crazy, right? <laughs> I won't be saying anything. You know, anything it depends new. on who's defining crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, it won't be anything new for people to call you or I crazy. Jeez. What's so interesting, if you look at modern science, every mm. 10 years it changes. It's like fashion. So science is supposed to be specific rules. Why does it change every 10 years? And if you go back 200 years, they bled people. They did all kinds of things. that uh, we, They gave mercury medicine. They gave all these wonderful things. Uh, oh, yeah. And it oh. changes. Just, it, it's just, whew. this whole idea of a hologram just being, is so, to me, is like 
sometimes I see it so clearly, Adam, that I'm just blown away. That I, I said, well, none of this is real, man. This is just not real. I don't care. You know, you can hit your body, say, well, that sure feels like a real hand here. Nope, nope. Mm. Yeah, Donald called that the ouch level. What's that? Because it feels really real, and that's what scares people. They don't want to try and walk through the wall. They might bump their nose. Sure. So sure. you actually have to believe it with all your heart and all your mind and all your strength and all the time. And then you walk right through that's the wall. That's what the yogis said, do. That's why they, how they some of them fly around, because they, they just believe it was so, on such a deep level, they just do it. You know, they're... There's been so many cases of that documented. Uh, Padre Pio. Sure? There's what? been rabbis. There's been there's been flying rabbis. There's been flying uh, Catholic fathers. There's been yogis. Uh, I had a friend named Paramjit uh, Dhaliwal, and he was from Singh, and he was from India. And he said, "You go there, and you'll meet people who bounce energy off the moon to come and heal you, or whatever." <laughs> There, there's everything goes on there that you cannot even imagine that goes on here <laughs> yeah yeah we just live in this little bubble thing called earth and man you know it's, it's our own mental construction right. that we have it and that's why we can't walk on water and things so people look back and say we can't walk on water like Jesus did. We can't do this. We can't do that. And yet then someone comes and does it. But yeah. then they deny that they do it. I mean, look at that guy who ate a Cessna airplane. How many people do you know? If you told the person, if it didn't actually happen, and you told that to a scientist, he would say it's impossible.